soon be out here. A good shot. Yes, you are. And Dad? Yeah. If I say something, will you promise not to be mad? I won't get mad. You should stop. Stop what? Being the leader. Let Herschel and Daryl handle things. They deserve a rest. everybody it is officially the christmas episode of dodoy welcome everybody welcome welcome hey yo there's Haley. there's me all right i had nothing to add to that oh you're fine not even something comedic no thought head empty it's totally fine uh we are only what five days or so from christmas Less than that, because it's midnight now. Yeah, so... Four days till pretty. It's getting down to the wire here. Santa's and coming. Santa's on his way, everybody. I hope you've been good little boys and girls. and Anomalies. Anomalies. <laughs> and, Such as uh, myself. Hopefully you're going to be getting what you put on your wish lists. Um, so, what we're going to do is we're going to fade this out, because that's our theme song, and we love that theme song. Mm-hmm. But it is the Christmas episode, and so I think it's only it's only appropriate to have some ambience. 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 Also, I would like to add that you forgot that there is a song in this episode. There is a song, and I looked it up on Wikipedia, um, and it's not a song that you can actively play. It's not featured music. It's like Beth singing, and then it's like... I think some random artists that they got to play. It's but, not a featured song. It's not on Spotify. Put it that way. Why? Yeah, like I let, like I ch- I checked the next episode, clear, with yeah. uh, you know, and there's a like that's the like that's an actual song. Like, look, I'll show you really quickly. Right around here is where you'll see it, right? Yeah. And then the next episode, clear, featured music, lead me home. So that's what's, what I do. I play the featured music. That's stupid. Yeah, but we know what you're talking I mean, about. We know what you're talking about. It's you gotta hold on, hold on. Well, the other time Beth was singing with Maggie. Yeah, that's a uh, like the parting glass or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know what you're talking about. We'll play it for uh, for shits it's and giggles. giggles. <laughs> Get out of so, my head. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. So hopefully this is uh, hopefully this is good. I like this little ambiance music in the background. Yeah. Hopefully I'm loud enough to talk over it. Yeah, you should be. Um, so, I and a Judas. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I got an early Christmas gift in the mail. 
Um, oh, yeah. I got my Chris Hardwick. Uh, bloodied. Bloodied pop. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really, it was really, I haven't opened it yet because uh, I typically will wait. Yeah. Um, turn that down a little bit. Just a smidgen. There we go. Uh, I do wait to open packages for some reason. I don't know what it is. I got to tear that shit open the second I get it. I get too excited. But it is over there. I can see it right now. And I know Chris is in that box, so I can't wait to to delve into it. Um, I never really, like, I would watch, like, reruns, like, on TV, like, of Walking Dead. I don't think I ever watched. No, I haven't watched, like, a season as it aired. But um, I know that I would always have the Talking Dead, like, just on in the background. Yeah. Like, I have, like, background noise. Like, I always have my TV running. Like, when I'm not around you, I always have my TV on. And, yeah. But I've never actually, like, sat down and really watched an episode of The Talking Dead. Yeah. Really, I feel like it's a podcast, like, you don't even like have to. Well, it is a podcast. It's called The Talking Dead, and then there's the show Talking Dead. So you're talking about Talking Dead. Like what plays after the with episode. Chris Hardwick? Yeah. There's a podcast like uh, us. Oh called no, The Talking Dead. Oh, uh, you know what I was referencing. <laughs> but people out there would be like, "What?" Um, I didn't know there was a podcast. Yeah, it. You could definitely put it into a podcast form. It's a very you know very e- easy listening to yeah. me. And Chris Hardwick's great, so oh, yeah. very excited to have that in the collection. And I'm going to be adding a couple more. I'm on the lookout for a couple more Walking Dead pops. Um, but uh, what do you? Uh, so talk to me about Christmas, like before we get into it. This is our Christmas episode. Uh, so like, what are you most excited about for Christmas? It's probably what seeing your your fam. Um, yeah, seeing my family because um, you know my family in Ohio. Um, they come down to us here in Florida for Christmas. And last year, we didn't get to see them. We had them called up on Zoom, and then I put them on the TV, which was bittersweet, very bittersweet. Like, that was also my first first Christmas without my grandmother. So it was just like, I'm looking forward to this Christmas, you know, like, no matter what, because I would like for it to be better than last year. Yeah. Like anything will be better than last year. Yeah, and it's our first Christmas together. Oh, of course. So that's of super course. special. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to spending it with um, new f- family members of my own, Braylon, yeah, particularly. His first Christmas. His first critty. Critty. Um, he was born right after Christmas, pretty much. Mm-hmm. January. Um, so it'll be exciting. It's a you know, it's a happy time of year, especially listening to this and hearing the fire crackle. And, oh yeah, I mean everything. I j- like I get a little like homesick around Christmas because like I miss the snow, man. And I mean, you've never even had like a white Christmas, like you know, because you've grown up here. Yeah, I've had a sweaty Christmas. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and uh, come to Florida if you want sweaty Christmases. Yeah, it's like seventy degrees on an average day here in December. And it sucks. Today was nice. It was gloomy and rainy. Oh, yeah, but so. man, do I want the snow. I would love, I would so love to take you up north one year for Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, next year we'll be in Georgia for Christmas, most likely. Or oh, or we might come down. I would say we come down because I get a break, you know. But we will be up in Georgia around Christmas time. So hopefully up there, they. I feel like they experience more of a... A, co- a chillier, yeah. like probably like... Where here it's like an average 70, it's probably like an average maybe 50. Yeah. Like anything, really. But 
definitely no snow. Yeah. Or if anything, like just more rare than here. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting stuff coming up. If you're oh, listening yeah. to this in real time, uh, it is Christmas week. So we did uh, miss releasing on a Monday, which is, you know, I think we even said that was probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's just a busy time of week. And, and uh, yeah. Next episode I'm really excited for. Iana Judas is um, is an all right episode. Honestly, as cool of an episode as this is, this it's not like an awful episode. It's still, no. I, I, I think, I, it's I, mediocre. I think s- yeah, like I think season three is still giving me very, like there isn't a crappy episode yet, but this is probably one of the bottom mer tiers. Yeah. Of the of the episodes that have come out, next episode clear one of the best, and it's going to be it was just serendipitous timing. It's one because uh, we were gonna we planned this ahead of time to get my best bud Boyd on the podcast because I feel like it's a fitting episode. It's the return of Morgan, so right. it would be a cool thing to get Boyd on for that. Um, and, and we did plan that a while ago. We planned it a while ago, and we're uh, we've been recording this you know weekly. And it just so happens this is the uh, week he's going to be in town and able to hang out. And it's just weird that it worked that way. So he'll be in studio versus like a Zoom call or a phone call. Like literally, had we had started the season a week later. Yeah, he would have missed it. Yeah, right. So that's really exciting. Look look forward to Clear. I know a lot of people love that episode, Clear. It's usually in the top of all Walking Dead episodes. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of crazy to think that next week, like that episode will be the last episode that we record in 2021. And 2021 was the start of the doy. Correct. So we'll be going into 2022. Correct. So it's exciting. It's exciting stuff. Um, I'm looking up on Rotten Tomatoes because we got to do our Rotten Tomatoes talk of Iena Judas. And also, I don't remember. I know you have, not to cut you off, but I don't remember the exact date off the top of my head. And I know you have it marked down somewhere about the one year anniversary of the doy. The one year? Yeah, I feel like February it's February something. 27th or 28th. Yeah, I was going to say something. Or is there a 28th? And... Yeah, there's no 29th except on a leap year. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's one of those. Something like that. Um, you have it marked down. I don't. Yeah. So, that's coming up. Um, so, okay. I and a Judas, The Walking Dead Season 3, has a, uh, based on 20 reviews, has an 80%. Yeah, higher, higher than last week's episode. I say that's fair. And no consensus yet. I, I find it funny that they put yet like yeah. they're gonna like they're gonna somehow go back and do it like like okay. somebody's like all right season three and why did they 11. stop like they were doing consensus consensuses it's consensi for every episode now uh, they stopped I don't know I I bet it's based off of something like they pulled off some review somebody's moderating something I don't know yeah um work for Rotten Tomatoes figure yeah. it out so. That is the consensus. There is none, uh, but we're <laughs> gonna go down to uh, we're gonna go down to our boys that we like to quote really boys. quickly. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald gave it a bad review. He wrote, "Sorry, writers, the moral fog you're trying to cultivate just isn't there for us." Kevin eh. Fitzpatrick gave it a positive review. He wrote, "For the first time in the season, all major characters have had their reunions, and most secrets have been exposed, diminishing the more frustrating aspects of the season to date." Eh. And then let's do one more. Let's get uh, let's do Starly Kine from New York Magazine. She writes, "I think it's a she." This episode was interesting. While plot-wise, we revisited much of the same territory, literally, in terms of individual scenes, there were signs of improvement of life. Yep. Yeah. All right. So this is like a, this is an 
interesting episode because um, it's written by Angela Kang, who has uh, written some really good episodes. She's currently the showrunner of the show. She started in season nine. Mm -hmm. And it's directed by Greg Nicotero, who's the special makeup effects artist on Hmm. the show. He has directed most of the premieres and the finales of Mm. of the show. So it's really interesting that they got these talented people for this episode. And I don't particularly, like I'm not... Blown away. You're not blown away. I'm not blown away by Iana Judas. It also aired February 24th, 2013. Um, It's it's just for the first first time, I feel like I watched, yeah, there's cool moments and we'll talk about those. I feel like I watched a a truly filler episode. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. So, not necessarily like it didn't, like, there were some points that dragged. But not as much as whatever episode I despised, like most recently. Yeah, like it was okay. I, oh, uh, you what you despised the um, the last episode, right? Was it the last one? Was it was it home? Mm. The one where Rick is kind of losing it, sees Lori. No, it was the one before that, wasn't it? Was it? The, the, the Suicide, Suicide King. King. That I was the pr- so. that was the mid season premiere. Nah, whatever one. It was just a lot of talking, and I got annoyed by it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Um, it was recent, so it's a uh, it, it it definitely feels fillery to me. Um, yeah, but again, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not particularly blown away, but I'm not so like uh, it was awful. So let's get into mediocre. it. Mediocre. It's pretty mediocre. Let's get into it. Iana Judas, favorite scene, favorite moment. What do you got for me? Favorite moment, and I. Definitely noted it in my head when we were watching it. I was like, whoa, I, I like that a lot. And I can't believe, like, and it just goes to show how really mediocre, I love that word, mediocre, this episode is. Because I had already forgotten about it until I just skim. Because I always skim just to make sure I don't miss anything. Um, my favorite moment is, um, and I now see why, uh, it really shows like Greg and Quintero because it's the moment where like the governor switches his eye patch and he has his lighter held up to mm. his wounded eye. I'm a sucker for practical effects and I, at least it looked practical, mm-hmm. like no CGI or anything. Um, it could have been a mix of CGI. I think I just think like, I, I love shit like that. Yeah. Love shit like that. And it's, you know, him switching to like from that bandage to his signature eye patch. Yeah, it's a uh, you. Even though he's not, it's like a hero shot. It's like a right. You know, it's like when they pull the sword out of the the stone or yeah. something. You know, it's it's yeah. there's the moment. You know, like that's oh, the yeah. moment all the comic book fans were like, oh come on, when are we gonna get rid of this stupid tape? <laughs> no, I love that. Like just how like it's so zoomed in you're seeing like every gritty detail of his eye and yeah. it's just like oh that's nasty yeah cool yep that's a great moment and um you can kind of see like the distress where it's like and not to cut you off but it's like he's really thinking like whatever you know he was like doubt he had like toward this war that he's trying he was really like Honing in, like, this is what they did to me. Yeah. Now, like, you could just see, you feel his... Oh, you passed it. Yeah, no. I'm not trying to play it. Oh. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. 
Um, it's a great, it's, it, it, it's truly great. Um, for me, the, my favorite scene is when Andrea comes to the prison and, uh, they take her in after kind of very viciously, you yeah. know, patting her down and stuff. You alone. Yeah. It, it's, but it's so cool. It's so cool because, you know, this is the first time these characters have reinteracted mm-hmm. in, you know, season two finale is when they last saw each other and now it's been right. 11 episodes right so it's been months right it's been mm-hmm. probably almost a year plus mm-hmm. since uh they've seen each other so it's such a cool reunion but it's especially cool because she goes into the prison and she's looking for shane she's looking for Lori. yeah that's sad i don't think she's looking for t-dog but <laughs> no but they mention him anyway but they mention him anyway because he's t-dog right um, can't forget about him i guess yeah, she's uh, she's looking for Amy. No, she's not looking for Amy. Oh. She she shot Amy. No, it's sad. But uh, it but 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 it's great because it's just it's it's that moment where the audience gets to we kind of get to forget a little bit about the the current drama and we get to revisit yeah. old stuff and it's always great to go down memory lane and it's always yeah. great to because I mean like you know in times like these like it's like everybody you become close with is your family now. You're not just friends, you're like family. So it's like they lost and are regaining a member of their family. Yeah. Like reuniting. Yep. And I mean, rightfully so that they had to like pat her down and, you know, make sure she wasn't like tapped. Yeah. But. God, I feel like Macaulay Culkin's at around here somewhere. <laughs> this gives me Home Alone vibes, this music. Um, yeah, it's it's just great. And uh, it made me go, yeah, that's my favorite scene right here. Just the whole kind of like, I'm so sorry. And then it quickly snaps back. You know, it snapped back to reality. <laughs> yep, they go grab. Yep, it's like, all right. So now we reminisced. Now let's talk about what's going on because there's about to be a there's about to be a World War II. Yeah. Uh, in this place, yeah. so it's great. I love it. Really, really enjoy that stuff. Um, what is yeah. your least favorite? My so. least favorite is, I find that, like, I, this happens a lot for me, really. But my least, like, the fact that my least favorite is, again, the ending. It's the ending. Good God. Like, we have a fist pump moment where we're like, fuck yeah, let's call our friends. If we had a segment where it was like, boo, you stink, <laughs> it's, this, it's this scene. It's I would give scene. it to this scene. Because... Um, not to skip ahead, but like my fist pump moment was when, like, even though it's a fillery moment, but it's when Carol is like, "You have to sleep with him," <laughs> and, and it's kind of like, "What?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's just that easy. You have to sleep with him, and he'll give him the best night of his life, pass him right the fuck out, and stab him in the brains." Mm-hmm. And so, like, like my fist, it's like, "Yeah, it's just that easy." Fuck yeah, like she's gonna do it. Oh my god! Like this, it's over. Mm. The war is over, and mixed with my also not again not to skip ahead, but just because we're here, my fist pump moment also being your favorite scene when Andrea is reunited, a lot with Andrea. So then, when it comes to the end and she comes back, and you know, even though the governor said like if you go to that prison, don't come back, and she's like bitch, and she does decide to show face, and you know. Kind of, you know, give away a little bit. Like, yeah, and Michonne's there, and Marl's there, and, you know, Rick's there. Like, you know, kind of, like, easing him in. Like, 
you have my trust. Like, I belong here. And then sleeps with him. And then she gets up all naked and shit and is about to do the deed. And God, what the hell? Me, like, you, you, right there. Right there. Passed right the fuck out. Wouldn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the perfect time because he's asleep. Yeah. You know? It's not like it was even violent. Or was he truly asleep? Or was he waiting for her to make a move and then he was going to roll to the side? And Who even cares? It's <laughs> just the fact that, regardless, she didn't even get that far for him to stop her. Boo! And Andrea's a very interesting character because she along with Lori get a lot of hate and I think Andrea is out of the two of them I can side a little bit more with Andrea because she's not as bipolary as right. uh, Lori was yeah. she's very Andrea's very she wants her cake and she wants to eat it too yes so to to her doing this is not that easy because you have to imagine she's having feelings for the gov and sure but okay i understand you can make the argument that like yeah she has feelings for him and okay so she murders him in his sleep then the whole town's gonna know whatever friends she made there over however long it's been are gonna like go against her and you know what's gonna happen to these poor innocent people because she likes to make that point but then it's like you know you just found out that he shot at your good, you know, family first, you know, what they did to Michonne. You found all that shit out, and now it's like you're having second thoughts? Like, I think it's it's objectively the wrong move. Like, you you just killed Herschel, man. You, you just killed <laughs> Herschel. Yeah, yeah, you just killed Herschel. <sighs> Boo! Boo. Yeah, you'll be happy to see Andrea again. Oh, I think I was when I first saw it. I was like, good God. Yep, it's 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 very tricky because I see both sides of the coin. It's sure. It makes sense to kill him and it makes sense for Andrea not to kill him. But we'll get uh we'll get back into that because I think I think part of what keeps her from doing it is she has some you know, she has like another plan in mind. She's like, all right, well, Let's see if that's I so let, let's see if I can't fix this. Let's see if I can't. Yeah, fix this. I I definitely think that's what the intention was. Was like, all right, maybe we can make peace and then yeah. we could all live in this town together. But shit, bitch, you know how long <laughs> you've been in this world for. It ain't that easy no more. Yeah. God, you know that. Are you dumb? I think or just stupid. I think my least favorite um, moment is going to be when uh, Herschel goes to Merle, and it's not that it's not a great moment it's actually a really cool moment i really like that merle's just kind of doing what he's doing with his weapon uh herschel kind of hobbles in you know he has a he has a great crack at merle he goes and you're the black sheep (laughs) um though he merle said the n-word yeah um what i don't like is the specific part where herschel i guess pulls out the bible and he basically starts quoting something from the Bible and Merle jumps in and finishes it. Now it's very nitpicky. That's my least favorite part right there. How Merle steps in and finishes it. 
And then he goes talking about how Woodbury has a great library. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I guess you've been so bored you even read the Bible. <laughs> and it's a great little moment for Merle. It kind of shows he has more more kind of parts to him than even we think. Yeah. What I would have done, this is, and so that's my least favorite part where he just kind of, because it's like the uh, Angela Kang is a little too on the nose and trying to be a little too pushy with her agenda of exposing a little bit more of Merle. Mm-hmm. How I would have written this, is uh, Herschel comes in and talks to Merle and pulls out the Bible and Herschel looks at Merle and kind of goes, you don't seem like someone that would read this. Yeah. And Merle goes something to the effect of he just pulls a quote out of his ass and and he says it. And then Herschel is like, and he just kind of nods at him or something. I and feel then, like that's a little on the nose. No, but, it, it, but what what are the odds that Merle knows the exact quote Herschel's doing? Yeah, that's maybe. that's too on maybe. the nose for me. That's maybe. too on the nose. Now Herschel coming in and saying, "You don't seem like someone that would read this," and then Mer- Merle pulls one out of his ass and goes, "You shall thou not fight thou thou art thou." Right. And then Herschel quote. goes, "Wow." You know, and 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 then when he says something about the Woodbury Library, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been a neater way to kind of do that. But the fact that he, like, it's sort of like finishing a song lyric, so it's like her uh, Herschel goes, uh, I don't know, jump, snap back to reality, and then Merle goes, whoop, there goes gravity. It's like <laughs> fuck off, <laughs> and that makes sense because it's a song lyric; it's very popular. The fact that you pull that out of your ass, a Bible quote, eat, eat ass, <laughs> eat ass. Eat uh, no way, no way. That's a yeah. that's a that that's a show moment. That's a writer moment. I don't like it. Yeah, get it right. out of here. Yeah, but I know what she was trying to do. She's trying to show us a different side of Merle. Here's how you fix it. That he's more human. Yeah, that he actually reads the Bible. That you know, shit like that. Because the Bible plays a big part in this in this season. Like the Bible is going to come back. In later episodes, I think the Bible plays a big part in the whole show. Well, yeah, but like an actual physical Bible oh. is shown a lot in this season, and we'll get into that. But that's that. Uh, MVP. Who is Haley's MVP? Uh, you know, you know. Um, honestly, I'm gonna be quite honest. I'm, I'm, I'm flipping it. I'm giving, like. LVP, least valuable player, <laughs> to fucking Andrea. Because I don't have anybody who's really, you know, you did a good. You know, you really moved the story along. In fact... It wouldn't be Carol? Yeah. With, with her idea of, of fucking the governor? Yeah, but it, it it falls to the wayside. Not because of Carol, though. Oh, no, not because of, of Andrea. Carol. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess... Sure. For me, it's Carol. It's Carol's actually trying to think of a successful way of doing this. And she's like, and you have a perfect opportunity. Suck his balls <laughs> and then put a knife in him. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> As Chris and she's explaining. Suck Christmas. his balls. <laughs> Suck his jingle bells. Okay. Uh, <laughs> jingle his bells a little bit. Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> have some eggnog. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this podcast she... is PG-13, I think. Eh. But I don't know. Sure. Sure, you can give it to Carol. But, God, I just I just can't fucking stand Andrea in this fucking episode. 
well, you're not going to like her as the show goes on, so. No, you act as if I, well, I was going to say you act as if I haven't watched this show, but yeah, it's not as fresh in my brain. I mean, that's my MVP is Carol, but yours, you're, you you don't have an MVP. You're giving an LV, LMVP to the, uh, LVP. least, least, least most value. valuable player. <laughs> most least valuable. Oh, wait, least value, LVP. Sorry, LVP. there you go. To Andrea. Least Poor valuable. Andrea. Fuck the blonde bitch. Poor Andrea. Um, so what doesn't make sense to you? The fact that she doesn't kill the governor. The fact that she doesn't kill the governor. God, I just, I, you know, you have like, I'd understand if you have like a mundane episode, but then you end it on like that, like a brilliant moment of her killing him and you don't. That like, God, blue balls. Yeah. God. Nothing. What doesn't make sense to me is how the and I, I like I understand that they use it for like a sort of sarcastic, jokey part, but where they have um, everyone lined up in Woodbury, yeah, and like they, like they actually seriously take time to go over to an elderly woman and say, and she's the one with the elderly arms, <laughs> the arthritis. She has arthritis or something, and then he's like. We can use you for something else, honey. Yeah, I like think that's... Well, that doesn't make I sense. Think... Why would you even? Why would you even waste time <sighs> trying to prove that she can't be a part of your baton? Yeah, is that uh, it? Baton, baton, battalion, bat- battalion. There we go. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that that made too much sense. There's just. When you're watching it for a second, you you actually think that the governor looking at his eye doesn't make sense, and then you realize, oh, he's just like checking to make sure it's not infected or which it probably pussing. is <laughs> pussing, gross. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't really understand why Andrea told Milton like. Well, yeah, you, like actively, you said that during. You're like, why yeah. are you telling him? Yeah, like what of what use? Like you could have gotten anybody else. Yeah. Like anybody else to help you. Yeah, but you get the fucking like semi-autistic one. Yeah, <laughs> you, the semi-autistic snitch. Yeah. Literally, the second you got done telling him, he's like, "I, I, I she, um, she's leaving." Yeah. Um, God, of all the people, and like, God, you could have just killed him right then and there. Who would have known? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh... Like you have to promise to keep your mouth shut, and he's like, "No,", no. and he doesn't. <laughs> Um, we're skimming through, we're skimming through. Yeah. As this beautiful music plays. Yeah. I think that's it. I think, because there's really not a whole lot in here that even happens, so it's not like yeah. there could be a whole lot that... Doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Right. Um. Yeah, that's it. Wrong. So, okay. So, my fist pump moment is actually going to be when he shows his eye, but... Specifically, when he puts the patch on, which is ironic because it's not a. Um, if you if you rewatch it, when he puts his patch on, it kind of that's when I think Milton comes in or something, yeah. and it kind of refocuses the camera lens refocuses to Milton in the back. Yeah. So he it's like it's a very quick. He's putting on his eye patch, putting on his eye patch. He looks up, and then the camera refocuses, and then it goes blurry. Yeah. It, it it's sort of an interesting decision they made there to not linger on him putting the eye patch on for like a minute or two. Yeah. So we can get a real kind of like freeze frame. Right. Right there. Um, either way, I'm not like faulting it for it. I just found it like interesting that they did that, that they kind of racked focus, I think is what it's called. Racking focus. Racking focus. To the character behind him. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's, it's just like, all right, there's, there is the governor we know, we love. 
Now, can he spontaneously combust a full-on facial beard? Because <laughs> that's what the governor in the comics says. He has, like, full-on, like, yeah. Mexican-looking. He is, like, Mexican Can he just, looking. like, sort of pull a, uh, a Dennis from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie <laughs> and just kind of... <laughs> like strain strain himself and then just like spontaneously this combust is a real mustache yeah. um it was just yeah it's just great and it's like all right here we go here yeah. we go it's like when you think of the governor you think of the eye patch yeah, you think of the eye patch yeah and i kind of forgot how long he wears the tape for a while longer he, than i he has it on for a while yeah um but that's my fist pump moment that's the part where i'm just like and then what was yours again um ah shit (laughs) (laughs) i know one of them was your favorite scene yeah you had two or three it was weird (laughs) you gotta you gotta pick one but i'm indecisive and i'm a little slow um it's not going yeah for uh, some reason so you gotta look you gotta remember ah nuts ah nuts it's something to do with andrea was it when Carol was like, oh, yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, sleep? Yeah. Yep, yep, That's yep, your yep. fist pump moment? Because it's like... Sort of lame. You're sort of lame. <laughs> the music's up. <laughs> Moving mm. on. I don't know. It's sort of lame. It's like, that's what you want to call your buddies and be like, yo, watch this. Carol tells Andrea because to fuck him. Not, not necessarily. It's it's the... Intent? Yes. The sneakiness? Yes, because it's like, guys, like the war is over. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought I don't know. Uh, there we go. Shut up. Um yeah, I mean if 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 you can't tell because we kind of sped through that episode. Oh. It's sort of a it's a very kind of blah. It, yeah, it, it's not that great of an episode. Uh honorable like shout out to the beginning that we played. Uh it is really cool because there's a moment where Rick's looking out with his binoculars yeah. and you see a little you see what? a oh yeah, what was that? You see a hint of white. And uh, of course that's supposed to be Lori. Uh is that Lori again? Is she hiding behind the trees? Is she paintballing with Rick? What's going I, on here? I meant to say that. I didn't because I can't see. Yeah. I didn't understand that. What yeah. was was that Lori? Well, it's I think in reality what it is is just it's just something flailing in the tree. Yeah. And but but Rick and us as the audience, we definitely go, Lori. Yeah, and then he starts to relook, and then that's when Carl comes in and kind of breaks his focus, and mm-hmm. then has that great moment. I remember as this aired, I remember as it aired, and I was watching last week's episode, and then of course they show the sneak peek next week on The Walking Dead. Mm. They show clips from here. Yeah. This was one clip that they showed where it was like, "Dad, you should stop." <laughs> and then he goes, "What?" Being he's like being the leader, and then it just has Rick looking down at him. So in at in the preview, it makes it look like the next moment Rick's gonna like backhand Carl <laughs> for being like, "You think I should stop being the leader? You little bitch!" It's it's so interesting the way they do that stuff to like make you go, oh, "I gotta watch," yeah. and then you watch it and it's just, "Dad, I think you should stop being the leader." It's like, "Oh, right. you've done too much. Like you've done a whole lot for us. You need a break." And it's, then it's just kind of like, "Okay." It's, it's, it's like a very nice moment, but in the preview, it's like a you should stop being the leader. Yeah. And you think like, oh shit, he's gonna stop being the leader. <laughs> like his son is telling him, "You suck." <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, it's interesting, and I'm sure people out there listening also remember that if you watched season three as it aired. Uh yeah, honorable mention to when 
Herschel fucking screams at. Oh yeah, Rick. yeah. Get back here. Oh god. I You said like, you would have like squirted you out of your ass if, <laughs> if Herschel did that to you. You'd be like Yeah, I would have like even I like recorded. Isn't this a holly jolly episode? Yeah, shitting out. Talking of about shitting out of our asses and jingling balls and bells and oh, eggnog. <laughs> Ew. As we have like a wedding going on behind us. Yeah, that's great. You don't see the best man walking up? No. <laughs> to Christmas music? Anytime I hear like piano music like this, I think of like a wedding. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even really care about talking about Tyrese and Sasha and how they kind of like fucker one and two. Yeah, how they kind of give away the fact that they yeah. were at the prison, and that's an interesting moment. Um, yeah, it just kind of pissed me off. Yeah. It's an interesting moment. No, like those two guys. Is one of them Ben? I don't know. I <laughs> they they just pissed me off. Well, they're gonna be dead soon. So I know, but like they really pissed me off. I mean, yeah, it's it's an interesting little thing. It, it Milton attempts to get some like land uh, drawings or something, some kind of yeah. landscape drawing of the inside of the something of the prison. So that's interesting. The thing is, there's a lot of moments in this episode, like. It's just nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's just like it is. But that's what a filler episode is. Is it's it's like it's it's there, and you can you can talk about it, but you can only maybe get thirty some odd minutes out. Normally, we go for a little bit longer, and that's fine because next week, clear, there's gonna be a whole lot to talk about. Boyd Fulmer, my best bud in life, is gonna be on the podcast for the first time. Your first time meeting him, yeah. it's gonna be phenomenal. We got "Lead Me Home" by Jamie Commons, mm-hmm. Jamie N. Commons, great song. Uh, so that's going to be a packed episode. So oh, this yeah. is sort of our little like Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then next week is going to be Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. So uh, very excited for Clear. But that is Iana Judas, not Iana Jew. <laughs> Iana Judas. Um, Judas Priest. So let us know what you guys think. Um, did you like this episode? Did you not like this episode? Uh, on Spotify, there's a Q&A. You can click this episode, go to the bottom. You can see the Q&A and you can answer uh, really, really cool. Thank you guys so much, as always, for doing what you do, which is listening and supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you celebrate Christmas, hopefully this hasn't been too distracting, this background music. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And if it's some other thing you celebrate, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa. Uh, Anything else? What else am I missing? I don't know. Yeah, like we want to be all-inclusive. We personally celebrate Christmas. Yes. Um. So... That's what uh, that's what we're going to be doing. So hopefully you have a merry one, whatever it is you're doing. And um, we will be back next week to talk about one of the best episodes of the whole entire show. It's called Clear. And uh, anything else you want to add? Otherwise, we're going to fade this out and kick in our regular music. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> everybody, thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. But also, even though it's Christmas... Bring your own. Wait, no, 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 no. We gotta be a little more creative with this. Hopefully, Santa brings brings his own pants. (laughs) Hopefully, Santa brings you your own. I hope Santa. I hope Santa has pants. Hopefully, hopefully the reindeer wear something that resemble pants. No, hopefully, when Santa gives you your gifts, he has pants.